play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is Eric's episode of his best EPs of 2020, or his favorites, or whatever. Yeah, those are these are my favorite. Twenty twenty two. Did I just say twenty twenty? I meant twenty twenty two. I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. These no, twenty twenty one. Yeah, these are all the EPs that I love that were released this year, and we're only halfway through it. Not even halfway through it. Okay, I'm not going to talk anymore. Eric, <laughs> you got the rest of the episode. Go. Okay. Yes, these are all my favorite EPs that were released in twenty twenty one, and yes. My list for all my favorite releases, general releases, was so long, and the songs that I was choosing to showcase per episode were, was also too long. So we decided to uh, split them up into two. So this is episode number one. This is me getting all the, the little shorties out of the way. <laughs> yeah, all the little seven inches, all the little uh, three to five, maybe seven song EPs. <laughs> Yep, these are all the releases that came about in uh, in 2021 that piqued my interest, and I had a couple of months, you know, within 2022 to really go back, really think about my choosings, and really see if there was anything I missed. And, yep, this is about everything that uh, got my attention, I listened to, I liked it, some of them I even loved, and... Yeah, I didn't really make an objective uh, top 10 list. This isn't an objective list anyway. This isn't what I consider to be the best of the best. This is what's going to change music. It's, no, it's not going to change music necessarily, but it changed me, my friends. <laughs> uh, as in, like, uh, yeah, I discovered some new music, discovered a couple new bands, and I just really liked what they put out, and... Yep, there's nothing else to really say about that. <laughs> so the, yeah, the first release, yeah, the first release that I'm getting at, it's, uh, yeah, it may be the bottom of the list, but again, there's really not a uh, hierarchy up in this one. There's really like a maybe top two EPs that I really loved, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Everything else is just kind of interchangeable. Okay. Same thing will go for uh, LPs in the next uh, in the next episode that we'll be doing. So at the bottom is from the band, I, I guess I'm using that term loosely. The 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 thing that is Assy's foot. <laughs> yeah, you've heard me talk about them a few times. This was uh, my first kind of band, and if you've seen Assy's foot, the entire two shows that we played. And if you've listened to us, our, I don't know, extensive catalog of maybe 35 and a half <laughs> releases. Yeah, we've got a, we've got quite a history. We've been to, we've been a thing since uh, 2009. And yeah, last year we released an album called the 10 year anniversary EP live, the one year anniversary show. <laughs> yeah. Now, there is a reason why this why this title is as convoluted as it sounds. And at the time of this album's uh, initial recording, we played our very first ever real live show in February 2020. And we had everything recorded, and then a year later to the day, we officially released it on our band camp. And... 
Yeah, there's really nothing much else to say about that, but the recording itself is just a bunch of fucking noise. It just a... God damn it, I can't even really describe it accurately. It's just a fuck fest. But <laughs> the imagery, the imagery of this show, we had like a giant uh, backdrop that was of Sharon Tate that was painted by uh, David Overstreet. We had our friends in uh, Dick Blood making a bunch of noise with their uh, pedal boards. And our drummer, he was wearing nothing but a banana hammock. Our uh, saxophonist, who was, he was playing two saxophones at the same time, he was wearing a hazmat suit. Um, our guitarist, who was actually also my guitarist in Anonymous, he was shirtless, wearing a baby mask, and playing his guitar with a drill. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And me and uh, Landon, we are the instigators and sole proprietors of Acid's Foot. We were the founders, and we've been keeping it going for this long. For better or for worse, mostly for worse. <laughs> and, yeah, we were just all bloodied up. We were wearing nothing but boxer shorts. We had a, uh, we also had a sex doll that was going around, <laughs> and it had, a, it had a Sharon Tate face plastered over it. And we also had a... We also had a mic'd up George Foreman grill <laughs> with the, that was literally being used to grill steaks. And they're just throwing this half-cooked meat all around at everybody. One, one slice just uh, stuck right to the wall. <laughs> yeah, and we played about uh, for about eight minutes before the power went out. We just <laughs> blew the fuse. Wow. And then it was like, okay, everybody lay down. We all laid down. And our saxophonist, he played us out with just this little the type of saxophone music you hear in the middle of a town square. So awesome. some guy with his little case out, you throw change in it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the entire show. And it's all recorded right here in the 10-year the anniversary EP live one-year anniversary show. With It was our first show and our, I think, sixth live album. Yes, I know. <laughs> this is how serious, or not serious, we take this project. We can put as little or as much effort as we wanted to it, and it still counts as whatever the fuck this thing is. And we have played two shows, but only one has been recorded. <sighs> so yeah, that's uh, that was a bit much to uh, start off with, but yeah. And the only reason it's on there is because of my personal connection with it. So... Yeah, whatever. I there you care. go. <laughs> One of the greatest releases of 2022. <laughs> anyway, let's get serious. Uh, uh, next on my list is the split that was released last year with uh, Tsunami and Gulch. Two vastly different bands. They are still heavy in their own right. Tsunami is definitely more of that... Uh, uh, that Bay Area hardcore. They are from San Jose. And man, do they bring the anger on that. <laughs> and and then uh, Gulch, boy, they just have such a weird, a weird vessel on which their music stands. It is just a, man, I can't even really describe it accurately. It's kind of got a crack rock vibe to it. It's got a gutter punk vibe, but it's also still very... A kind of converge worship in its own way. It's all over the place, but in a good way. And, yep, I played 
I played a song from each. They only released two songs each on this split. And, yep, really, I'm going to showcase uh, this album again. I'm going to play the other songs that were on there. So we're starting off with uh, Tsunami. This is their song, Step Up. That good old fashioned chugga lugga wugga lugga, <laughs> <laughs> and just the and just the little uh, pinch harmonics in there for some added pepper to that to that song. So yeah, that was the other tsunami song that was that is on that split, and that completes that side. Now let's talk about the Gulch side. Like I said, Gulch is a bit of a unique breed in modern day hardcore, or rather, were they are not a band anymore. So yeah. That sucks. So let's play something by them. <laughs> We're going a little uh, further south from San Jose to uh, Santa Cruz. Yep, Santa Cruz, but same coast, different city, and different style of hardcore. So let's play the other song that was on that split. This is Accelerator. Accelerator. <laughs> 
Yeah, you see what I mean? It's not not exactly what you were expecting. As the song goes on, you're just kind of thinking, okay, what the fuck is going to come next? <laughs> just a lot of weird stuff that's happening, but you know, that's their style. That's what they're going with and yeah, Gulch, it's just uh it's just shitty to see them go. It's kind of the kind of the common tale in uh in this lifestyle, you discover a new band and you love them and you can't wait to see them live and you come to find they've already broken up. Yeah. yeah. Or in my case, they were still a band and then there was like no less than a year after discovering them. Oh yeah, we're breaking up. God damn it. You could... <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> you gave me the chance and now it's it's gone. It's gone. Uh, whatever. Gulch, they still have a... A small but amazing discography. It is, yeah, it is top notch. Some of the best hardcore that I've heard in the last uh, in the last decade. So, yep, listen to some more Gulch, especially if you like what you heard here. Anyway, moving on, we're gonna hit a little closer to home. I'm gonna talk about the band Run Into the Sun. They released their demo 2021. Get you can guess when. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was late 2021. I believe it was December. I. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember December. Regardless, it's a it's a great demo. Great gr- Jesus, great first outing for this uh, for this. Um, yeah, the band is new, but the members are not so new. Their singer I mentioned when uh, when I was initially showcasing the Run Into the Sun music as a new song. Uh, he was in the Salt Lake hardcore scene uh, back in the late aughts, singing for. Uh, probably most known for singing in the band City to City. And that's a cult favorite among most of the hardcore community. The more melodic style, the more uh, angsty, definitely the more emotionally driven, and really digs deep into uh, and kind of uh, psychoanalyses into the human mind. That being of like depression and anxiety and, and whatnot. It's very, you know, very soul-bearing music, and Run Into the Sun is no different on that front. That demo, it's... Uh, it feels more like it feels more than a demo. It feels like a properly well done EP. So, so yeah, what what Run Into the Sun is doing? I hope that they keep doing it for for a while, <laughs> for a while. Uh, next up on the list is uh, Drug Church, their Tawny EP. Yet yeah, Tawny, that was a great little. Uh, that was a great little holdover for what was eventually going to be released in the. Just this last month, hygiene. Oh man, hygiene. That was that's a great album. But I'll talk about that when I do my list of best twenty twenty two releases. But Tawny, yeah, Tawny is great. Tawny is great. It's still just like a. It's still got their vibrancy in there. It's still got their fun loving personalities, and it's still got the. It's still got the music that just kind of twists and turns, but makes itself catchy in its own way. Uh, let's see. Coming up from there is Erratic Impulse from. California, and yeah, it's a self-titled EP that came out, and I showcased the their self-titled track on a new song back a few episodes of the punk cast ago, and it was a and yeah, it was a good one. It was straightforward uh, punk rock, but if you listen to the rest of that EP, the the other songs are vastly different. If you don't remember what it sounds like, uh. I don't remember which episode it is. Dustin, you mind pulling that up? <laughs> Erratic Impulse. Yeah. Yep. Go back to that episode, or even better, go to the band's band camp and listen to their 
uh, listen to their catalog. It sounds like a, like I said, it's a very straightforward punk rock song, but the rest of that EP, it gets a little slower. It gets a little more metal in some parts. It's almost like, uh, did I change the, did I change the band? Did I click on the wrong link? No, this is still the same band, the same EP, the same, not exactly the same music. <laughs> like I said, it gets a little bit more metal. So, yeah, and they get longer, too. This one's sitting at a at a staggering five minutes and some change. So here is the song Chain Reaction. Real quick, uh, episode 236. Is, 236. Yep, that's where you played Erotic Impulse. Or era- sorry. Erotic Impulse. <laughs> I like that. Erotic Impulse by Erotic Impulse off of... Erratic Impulse. Huh. There. <laughs> so yeah, here is Chain Reaction from Erratic Impulse by Erratic Impulse. Has one obsession. And that's it. So in ancient Rome, they gave the people bread and circuses. They kept the populace busy with entertainment. But other dictatorships use other, other strategies to control ideas, the knowledge. How do they do that? Lower education, they limit culture, censor information. They censor any means of individual expression. And it's important to remember this, that this is a pattern that repeats itself throughout history. Take another breath of you 
So yeah, that song admittedly is a little closer to the original Erratic Impulse. But probably the one that you gotta watch out for is Myopa. Or Myopa. I don't... Uh, myopia? <laughs> myopia. <laughs> okay. Myopia. Yeah, that one is the ringer of the bunch. Like, that one is just a... Yeah, it's such a weird song. I mean, I could have played it in place of this one, but... Eh, I don't know. I felt more of a... I felt more of a connection to that chain reaction. I felt like it was, uh, yeah, in a way, better. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit more focused. Um, but yeah, check out the whole rest of that. E- God damn, check out the whole rest of that EP. It's got some good stuff on there. Moving on from there, I got to... I gotta hand it to my friends over back east in Buffalo on the Cinder and their EP Sedentary Escape. Oh, those uh, oh those lovely people, you lovely boys, you, you created such an amazing EP, such a such a great one. Keeping in touch with the old school skate punk and really, I could have put a song on here, but. I'm still kind of mad that you aren't here yet. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, it's just you've been doing the you've been doing all the uh, tours out there back east. I get it, but maybe this will uh, coerce you a little bit to uh, get your asses here. <laughs> I know, kind of a I know it's kind of a backhanded plan, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like if uh, if anything. If you have to come over here just to tell me off, then all right, at least we got you here. Nice. <laughs> oh man, no, I really, uh, I didn't really choose anything because I was like, um, maybe I'm putting uh, way too much on here. <laughs> <laughs> but on the cinder, it's still a great, still a great EP. Sedentary Escape, fucking killer. Uh, from there, we have a a sort of EP, though it does more or less count as a single, but. The way that I see it, I just don't care. <laughs> it's uh, Jigsaw Youth, Fight or Flight. And yeah, there are three songs on there. Three. That counts as an EP to me. Right. <laughs> I think that's considered an EP. Three yeah. tracks or more. Yeah, you- it may be It may be labeled as a single on their, uh, at least on the Apple Music. I think it's the same on their Bandcamp. Okay. Um, but yeah, single, EP, there are three songs on there. Counts as an EP, counts as a whatever, an extended play. I think um, typically three yeah. to six, as long as the six don't extend over the 16 minutes if you want to be technical. Yeah, and as long as one of them's not an intro track. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, Fight or Flight, it's a great collection of songs. I played one of them from uh, uh, one of them from here. I forget which one. or Yeah, I forget the title. But the one that I have... Uh, that one that I have right here that I want to showcase is the song "She's All Right." Let's give it a listen, shall we? Uh, which one? Oh, "Fight or Flight." No excuses. You played Jigsaw Youth a couple times, so it's no excuses. You played on episode two thirty three back in October, there and there you go. Here's track.
Oh yeah, Jigsaw Youth, they got a really cool garage punk sort of vibe. I think it's a I think it's great. I think it's I think that they're a wonderful band. I just wish that we had something a little longer than these little single slash EPs. <laughs> uh, but working up to it. They're working up to it. They're taking their time. They're honing they're honing in on their craft. They're doing a great job. Um Moving on from there, I gotta get the I gotta give some attention to the ever so elusive EP that was released by Sharp Shock last year, Casual As. Right. Yeah, you can't really find that anywhere else other than YouTube, apparently. And even then, the title track exists in a music video form. I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked it up lately, but the last time I did, it's still you can't really find it anywhere. It's kind of it's really kind of bizarre. Weird. Yeah, but that kind of prompts people a little more to get the actual EP, and that's what you guys should do. Casual As by Sharp Shock. They're a they're a great, fun, happening kind of band, and they're just, I really like them. I like them. I hope to hear more from them, and I hope to uh, hear more. It's in a... I don't know. A more convenient manner, we'll say. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Long walk for a short drink. Anyway. <laughs> okay, that brings us to the home stretch. I got four more EPs that I have to uh yeah, that I have to showcase here and give some extra love. So you can kind of consider this my uh my top four, my big four if you want to get all uh stupid. <laughs> the big four uh, Okay, rolling back to uh, my hometown That being Salt Lake City I have to give it to the album uh, The album, the EP Elder by Absolved and, Oh man, Absolved Such a great first outing for these guys with this EP Like, oh my hell I can't wait to see what more they have to bring I mean, they only have uh, five songs on this one And... That's all the songs they have written currently. So their shows, they're incredibly short, but man, are they lively. And I had to choose the song Reclamation because this is the hardcore pileup song. This is the one that everybody crowds around the lead singer just to get some mic time. 
And you will understand why as soon as you hear the first lyrics. So without further ado, here is Reclamation. <laughs> yeah kind of a little fake out ending <laughs> anyway i love yeah i love hearing that song live i love i love hearing it on the on this uh, on the ep in the recording because it's uh 
Yeah, it's the one that's talking about how uh, being who someone is, that someone just has the need to push him down because of it. And we see that a lot going on in this uh, specific city. We we kind of know why. It's like beating a dead horse at this time, but it is still a horse carcass worth beating. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. apparently when they're dead, they still don't get the memo. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. I'm off of the soapbox and Absolved, Elder, such a great EP. Such a great, uh, such a great little catalyst for this uh, sort of revival of SLC Hardcore. I mean, it's coming back. It was in a lull for uh, quite a few years. It was bumping in the 2010s. There was a band forming every week. <laughs> <laughs> and breaking up every week as a result. But... Uh, but the fact was, it was just a Rolodex. There were shows, hardcore shows going on every time. And now, they're starting to come back to form. So, thank you. Thank you, Absolve, for being part of that. Anyway, we're going to move over to the band Extinguish. From their EP, Extinguish. I played a song from this one not too long ago. I played a couple of their uh, leading singles. Uh, but the song I specifically chose was The Judge. And man, the judge, that just hits so hard. Um, yeah, this one, this time around, I had to choose Blood Runs Cold. A lot of great metal stuff in there. You can hear a bit of a Pantera worship. You can hear some of the groovy bits. You can hear some of the uh, pinch harmonic bits. And and yeah, it's a hardcore band. They make sure to throw in a breakdown or three dozen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just talking about this song. I'm talking about the entire EP. It's a they're fucking killer. I love you guys, Extinguish. I hope to get some more from you, but this EP, this little self-titled EP you got here, it's good. It's really good. Here's Blood Runs Cold.
Yeah, quite a bit of tremolo chugs there. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, throughout that entire EP, you get quite a bit of that. You get quite a bit of this. You get quite a bit of everything that's uh, that you can call heavy. (laughs) So yeah, extinguish. They're a credit to the genre. Thank you guys. And now we're in the top two, the second best EP, I guess. My second most favorite, but you can rest assured that this is my favorite EP of SLC's heavy music community. This one being from the band Suffocator. And yeah, Suffocator, we played their very first show back in, what was it, November? The 200 Stab Wounds show. (laughs) That was their first show. We were there. Then the next show we played, they played as well. We gotta keep playing uh, shows with these guys, and to be honest, I love it. They are an awesome band, they are awesome people, and they play awesome music. And, yeah, as for the song that I had to choose from their uh, debut EP, the self-titled, there's been a lot of self-titles in this list. A few, (laughs) yes. (laughs) But that's because a lot of them are the first. Uh, And what what better way to uh, call your first release than just uh, name it after yourself? Might as well just call it Suffocator the Second. (laughs) <laughs> or Suffocator Jr. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. This EP is Suffocator Jr. Uh, anyway, regardless, the music is still very good. It's got a lot of sludginess to it. It's got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of crustiness to it. They're not a crust band. They're not a sludge band. They are just a heavy band. I don't know how to really categorize it. Yeah, that's how my mom pronounces categorize. She says categorize. (laughs) So yeah, I guess I'm kind of picking that up. (laughs) Weird. Um, So yeah, as for the songs that I had to choose, I chose one that's just called Clean Room. And it is exactly, it's about exactly what it sounds. He literally said this live. It's like, this song is about me living in my apartment and just seeing what a fucking shithole it is and how dirty it is. This is called Clean Room. So... There we go. Here's clean room. Yeah. 
Yeah, I should point out that when uh, at that specific show, when he's uh, when he was uh, given an introductory passage to this song, uh, I could not help but shout out the lyrics. My room's a mess and I can't get dressed. Uh-huh. And their bassist looks at me. Gotta be out by eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah. So in a sort of roundabout way, it reminds me of Gorilla Biscuits. Even though they sound nothing like it, but hey, you gotta appreciate the honesty in their music. It was like that thing that uh, the Ramones were saying. You know, if you you to write a rock song, you just gotta write about what you know. It's like you don't have a car, then don't write about your car breaking down. Right. All right. So suffocators doing the same thing here. Your room's a mess. Write a song about it. <laughs> uh, another thing that uh, he pointed out that he wrote about was like. You know, I don't really get into deep, convoluted messages in my lyrics. I just like to write about shit that I think is fucked up. So this next song, uh, Nightcrawler. If you're familiar with uh, serial killers and the occult and how a certain Richard Ramirez became the poster child for why Satanism is such a bad influence on our youth, yeah. Go fuck yourselves, you conservative Christian elitist motherfuckers. You back in the seventies, yeah, yeah, they're 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 stupid. And uh, so was Richard Ramirez. He was a god. Those serial killers are just idiots. Yeah, pretty awful people. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty they're pretty awful. Some of them are too intelligent. Some of them are just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he wrote about. The Suffocator wrote about Richard Ramirez. Here it is, The Night Stalker.
Yeah, I feel like I can't help but I f- I can't help but say ACDC did it first. <laughs> yeah, their song Night Prowler, the closer for their album Highway to Hell, which is actually pretty ridiculous when you think of how when Richard Ramirez was found after tying a after tying a hat with ACDC's logo on it <laughs> to him. And it happened to be his. He was a he was an ACDC fan. So, yeah, the song about uh, Night Prowler, if you really listen to the lyrics in that one, it just paints the picture of Richard Ramirez, despite the fact he was not even a he wasn't even a thing at that at the time of that album's release. He was getting his uh he was getting his kicks in the eighties. That album came out in seventy nine, so yeah. Sorry, I started almost talking about ACDC right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Suffocator. God, Suffocator. Yeah, that song is really, oh my God, it's cryptic. Of course it is, given the subject matter. It's really heeding a warning, like, uh, especially the last song, Sleep With a Gun at Your Hand. Yeah, that's, uh, it's just pretty crazy how, uh, just the blunt force delivery in those guys' lyrics. So, Suffocator, I can't wait to play a show with you guys again. I can't wait to see you guys again. You guys are rad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for creating the uh, best EP of Salt Lake Heavy Music in the last year. According to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it's it's all up to opinion, and I know I'm just another person with an opinion, but I'm on a podcast. So I bite my thumb at thee. (laughs) Okay. Uh, As for the final, the number one spot in the EPs that were released last year, we go all the way to Boston for the band Move. Oh, yeah. Move, also known as Move BHC, as to avoid confusion for other bands that may possibly be called Move, and there are. But, yeah. And it's also just uh, it's also just easier to type in rather than move uh, pro black liberation, anti cop, and just socio socially politically active. Oh yeah, these guys are these guys are brutal on all fronts. And their EP Freedom Dreams, forget it. That thing is a monster. I've listened to that thing so many times, and it keeps getting heavier every time I listen to it. Uh, So much so that the two tracks I chose, these are the tracks that I played when I was talking about the CP. It was a great cover-to-cover album. I'm air-quoting that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're the same ones. They hit the hardest. They are my favorites. And... Yeah, the whole EP is great, but these two I feel really need to be listened to again just to sort of uh, charge up the momentum for, you know, checking out this EP. I mean, it's my number one for a reason. I just gave you the reason. It's just amazing. It's just brutal. And it is, and it's invoking such a, such an important message that is still held true to this day, unfortunately. But... So long as that's around, someone's going to be out to say it. And Move is speaking that for the Boston Hardcore Underground. So here is my favorite song that came, uh, one of my favorite songs that came from the CP, Righteous Unrest.
has failed to protect us like they say they was going to do. Us as a community, we're not going to protect ourselves. If we don't have anyone to protect us, then this is what you get. You get riots. You got people out here going crazy. We losing loved ones every day to the people that sworn in to protect us. Not us. It's the police. It's the madness that they sparked up. This is what they encourage. This is what they provoke. This is what you get out of you taking some a love from someone. This is what you get. You get a lot of people that's hurt and they can't fit it the right way. They can't no longer depend on the police to be here to protect us like they say they're gonna do. So this is what you get. And no, it's not going in today. I can't tell you it's going in tomorrow. I don't know when it's going in. But it's for y'all to start. We're not the ones that's killing us. Y'all killing us. We can't make a change if y'all don't change. Yeah, it's just a classic hardcore song setup right there. It gets really fast and then it just chugs away at the end and just really hammers it home. We want justice. God, I love that part. I mean, I love all the parts in that song. It just hits everything at the right angle. Every time I listen to that one, I just want to fucking climb up the walls and stage dive into nothing, apparently. And (laughs) And just be screaming that... Opening lyric at the top of my love. The righteous! <laughs> righteous unrest! Yeah. Yeah, this is my favorite release uh, in EP stardom for a reason. <laughs> and I'm speaking it right now. <laughs> I don't have to say anything. I'm just... You can feel it, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that brings us to the uh, home stretch here. The last song that I'm going to play is the title track of this one. Um, yeah, the lyrics are, yeah, the lyrics are one thing. It is just the idea of like giving an illusion that a problem is solved. This specific problem, police uh, violence inflicted onto a minority group. And, and yeah, just, uh, just saying that the problem is being resolved. It's like, no, it's not. We are not seeing any resolve here. What a, we need a different recourse of action. So, yeah, course of action for recourse. 
And that's what that's what the Freedom Dreams is about. It's like we're still fighting for it. We are, yeah, we're not going to rest until it's done. And the music here, oh man, that breakdown is probably the, is among the best that I've heard in, in recent years. <laughs> Definitely the best I've heard in the last year. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's really bring home this list with Freedom Dreams. You see what I mean about that breakdown? <laughs> it's just got everything. It's uh, It's got the simplicity. It's got the rallying cries on there, and it just uh, and it just fades out while that little uh, uh, while that little uh, sound snippet is playing over it. So yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all my favorite EPs that were released last year. I hope that the ones I showcased uh, sonically uh, find you well. I hope that you hear some, uh, I hope you discovered something new. I hope you heard something that you like, and I hope you uh, keep going out there and listening to more of it. Um, and yeah, I know there were a lot of uh, hardcore picks <laughs> on this one. And uh, yeah, that was, kind of a, that was kind of a coincidence. But also, you know, what hardcore bands are releasing LPs right now? The answer is not very many. 
<laughs> not very many at all. In fact, that's kind of the that's kind of the idea with uh, what hardcore was. I mean, can you name any old school hardcore bands? Can you name uh, your favorite album off the top of your head? I mean, most people look at Black Flag and they say their favorite uh, release was the Nervous Breakdown EP or the Jealous Again EP or the Six Pack EP. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at here? There's not a lot of hardcore bands with LPs. They have a lot of seven inches. It's true. So yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of what happened on this one. And uh, yeah, there's still some there's still some good music out there. Just gotta look. And, yep, those, like I said, those were my favorite EPs. Uh, Join us next week for when I will unveil my favorite LPs. And that's going to be a long one, folks. I guess that's kind of, I guess that's kind of artistic in a way. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, this is just the, this is just the seven inch version of a podcast episode. (laughs) But we will be in it for the full 12 inches. Yeah. (laughs) full 12 inches i know what i said (laughs) next week oh god cut me off before i say something else stupid play the fucking outro